Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. This is episode 100, and unfortunately we didn't get any uh, suggestions on what should happen in the episode. So, I'm going to continue on with the stories I had planned. Now, if you do have a suggestion in the future, or you just want to request another episode on a world you really like to visit, just have your parents write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. This is Tiny Town Tree Part 2. And if you haven't yet listened to the first Tiny Town Tree, I suggest you do that first because this one picks up where we left off in a tiny little tree with tiny little people riding ants and bees and that sort of thing. As usual, just close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You suddenly wake up and your neck kind of hurts a little bit. You look around and realize you're inside your classroom. Oh no, you must have fallen asleep in class. You hear the bell go off and realize that it's recess time right now. You get up and head outside with all of the other kids. You go out to the tree where the tiny town was once again. You check your watch and you see that you have exactly 15 minutes before you have to go back. You know what, spaceship? That might not be enough time. Can you, uh create a clone of me for while I'm in the tiny town? Understood. Clone creation successful. Suddenly a bright blue light appears beside you and it starts to form itself into you. Hi, I'm you. Who are you? Says your clone. I'm me. Uh, Anyway, get out of here before you melt, you say to the clone. Okay clone says, and happily skips off into the distance. Now, spaceship, shrink me down once again. Understood, spaceship says. Oh, wait, just a second. You press the button on your watch, and your spacesuit folds out around you. You look around to make sure no one can see you, and no one seems to be looking at this tree, luckily. Spaceship, the size of a toy, flies up beside you, and shoots you with a bright blue light. You feel a strange tingling sensation as you begin to shrink more and more and more, and the things around you become bigger and bigger and bigger until the tree is gigantic, closer to the size of a world than a tree. Once again, you engage the thrusters on your feet and you shoot up towards the hole in the middle of the tree. You have to fight against the air once again as it blows you left and right, but soon you make your way to the edge of the tree and drop down inside. You slowly allow yourself to lower down to the ground, and there you see that the whole town is all excited and running around. Maybe they're worried. You wonder what's going on. There's some sort of commotion anyways. You land gently on the ground and you ask the closest person you can see, hey, what's happening? The prince and princess have been stolen, says the little tiny person. Oh no, who took them? It was the flying ants. They are too powerful, the person says, and then runs off. You quickly run to the giant house in the center of the town where you know the king, or whoever he is, lives. You run inside, and there you see the king talking to a bunch of, well, they kind of look like knights. They're covered in little wooden armor with little wooden helmets, and they seem to be getting little wooden swords sharpened, too. Ah, your bags, says the king. Welcomes. We could use your helps, the king says, 
the king explains that the ants they ride are just nothing to contend with these flying ants. He doesn't think the ants alone will be enough, and he asks you if you can capture some more bees to help with the rescue mission. You agree right away. You engage your thrusters and fly up towards where you found the bees before. Once again, the bees are busily flying in and out of their hive. You see one that looks pretty strong and you follow after it. You try to match speed with it as it flies out of the tree. You lower yourself right over top of it. Then you reach your arm out, press the button to make the control collar cannon pop out of your wrist and squeeze your wrist to fire the cannon. A control collar snaps around the bee and suddenly it gets a weird look in its eyes and turns towards you and just says, follow me, you say. The bee follows you as you find some other bees. One by one, you shoot your control collar cannon at the bees until you have about an army of 10 of them. You slowly lower yourself back down to the town along with the 10 bees. This is perfect, thank you, says the king. Now, would you go with my warriors, says the king. You agree to go on the mission, and you and nine other warriors climb atop the bees. The townspeople come and wave you goodbye as you fly up towards the hole in the tree once again. You fly out of the tree, and one of the knights leads you towards where the prince and princess are captured. You fly across the playground. You have to dodge some of the kids as you go. One of them starts wildly swinging his hands around, trying to get you out of the way. Luckily, you're able to steer just in time to miss the waving hands of the flailing child. You make your way across the playground to a place where there seems to be another set of trees. You come in for a landing and you see down below you a colony of flying ants in a huge mound of dirt at the base of one of the trees. You use your special visor to zoom in on the enemy base. When you zoom all the way in, you can see the tiny prince and princess just through the entrance in the base. They seem to be buried in the ground up to their necks. Okay, we need a plan here. I think the best course of action is if all of you knights fly down first. Then, when the giant flying ants get annoyed and fly after you, you lead them away from here. Once you lead them away, I'll fly down and I'll rescue the prince and princess. That way we don't even have to fight. That's a good idea, says one of the knights. Follows me, knights says the knight again. They give a little kick to the bee, and they suddenly zoom down towards the nest. You watch as the little tiny knights on the bees dive bomb down towards the flying ants. They almost hit them with the stingers of the bees, and then they buzz up and out of the way. The ants seem to sound the alarm, and all of them come rushing out of the base. They fly after the little knights on the little bees, and the little bees quickly get out of there as fast as they can. When you think the last of them are gone, you decide that must be your cue. You carefully lower yourself down towards the base and land just beside the entrance. You slowly get off the bee and look left and look right 
making sure none of the flying ants are around. You scurry up to the little hole at the entrance and look down inside. Once again, you don't see any flying ants. So you slide down the hole inside, just like you're on a sled in the winter. You land in a much bigger open area with little holes going in all directions. This must be the main living area of them. Look at all the tunnels, you say. Helps us, helps us, the prince and princess say. Oh yeah, yeah, no worries, I'm coming, you reply. You run over to the prince and princess and using your hands, you start to dig as quickly as you can. It's taking a really long time with just your hands though. You've uncovered the shoulders of the prince, but it just seems like this is going to take forever. And then you hear something, a strange high-pitched noise. And suddenly you see some of the flying ants peeking their heads out of the tunnels. Well, I guess not everyone left. Uh, spaceship, can you help me get these two out of here as quickly as possible? Understood, says Spaceship. Spaceship suddenly flies in beside you. It begins to glow a yellow color, and then it starts to change shape into a giant, well, tiny but giant, leaf blower? Spaceship turns itself on and then starts blowing high-powered wind towards the prince and princess. The sand quickly shoots away from them until they're completely free, but you've created quite the sandstorm. Out of all of the little holes, the flying ants are suddenly rushing towards you. Let's go, you say to the prince and princess. You run up the tunnel towards the exit as quickly as you can and the prince and princess follow you. You get to the top before any of the other flying ants make their way to you and run over to the bee. You help lift the prince and princess up onto the bee. They grab onto the bee's soft fur or fluff or whatever it is, and you jump on after them. You give it a little kick and fly into the air just in time. The flying ants fly after you. You zoom up into the air and fly around some of the branches, but the ants keep chasing you. You fly down towards the grass as close as you can, and you start dodging left and right around weeds, but the ants follow you every step of the way. You look back and there seems to be some sort of leader ant at the front of the pack that the others are listening to. It's a slightly different color and a little bit bigger. Maybe if I can control that ant, the others will listen to me too, you say. Well, there's only one shot at this. You two hold on no matter what. You head straight for a tree, and right when you're about to hit the trunk, you suddenly pull up on the bee and the bee flies straight up the trunk of the tree, doing a backflip. When you're upside down, you let go of the bee and let yourself fall down towards the flying ant, or the leader of the flying ants anyways. As you fall, you point your left wrist down at it, pop out the control collar cannon, and fire. The control collar shoots out faster than you fall and clasps on to the leader of the flying ants quickly. You then land on the leader's back perfectly and the flying ant suddenly twitches a little and then seems to comply with whatever you want. Tell your friends to stop, you say, and the other ants suddenly stop. Follow me, you say again. Spaceship, command the bee to take those two back to the tiny town tree. 
Understood, Spaceship says. You fly the ant back towards the colony, and the other ants follow you. Then, in the distance, you see all of the other knights still battling the other flying ants. You decide to try to intercept them. One of them is being cornered on the ground right in front of you. You fly over to it as quickly as you can. You land the flying ant right between the other flying ants and the tiny person. You turn your ant towards the others and it suddenly makes a huge shrieking sound or something like that. The other ants suddenly decide to turn around and fly away. Relieved, the tiny knight climbs back on his bee and flies back to the tiny town. Once you've stopped most of the ants from attacking the little knights, you fly the ant back towards the colony, land him at the entrance, and wave goodbye. You remove the control collar and fly up into the air and across the playground using just your spacesuit. It's windy and you have to fight against it a little bit. It's hard flying when you're this small, but you're able to make it across the field and back to the other tree. You lower yourself down towards the tiny town and as you do, you see all of the tiny people below you. They begin to shout and clap and cheer for you as you land. As soon as you land on the ground, the prince and princess run over and give you a hug. They put a special wreath of flowers on top of your head, really tiny flowers. Thank yous says the leader of the tiny people, for being such a good friends to the tiny town's peoples, we have made you a presence, says the mayor king of the tiny town. He leads you over towards a little cottage beside the giant mansion. He opens up the door and gestures his hand inside. You enter and look around. There's a really comfortable bed that looks like it's made out of a grass mattress with silky sheets and a silky pillow. Yous will always have a place here,"s says the mayor. Now's we must rest. Good night, says the king of the tiny town people. He walks away and leaves you inside the little house. Spaceship flies up beside you. This is a pretty neat house, says Spaceship. But wouldn't you rather sleep in the spaceship? Spaceship asks. Nah, I think I'll try this out, you say to Spaceship. I mean, they went through all the effort. You crawl into the grass bed and pull the silk sheets over top of you. Spaceship, can you uh, figure out how to turn off the lights in here? Spaceship flies over to the light that seems to be a glowing musher or something. He presses against it and the light dims down to just the right amount of brightness. You yawn, and your eyes begin to get heavy. You let them close and allow yourself to feel how comfortable the mattress of grass is. With each breath, you allow yourself to sink deeper and deeper into the mattress. You notice anywhere you're holding tension and you try to let it go, allowing your muscles to melt and sink deeper into the mattress. No need to do anything, you just continue to think about your breath as it goes in and out 
you let whatever happens happen. Good night, everyone. <laughs>